It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Can I do some early crapping, boys? Is it too soon? Never. Mm hmm. I'm crapping Groundhog's Day, uh, the industrial complex. Get him. Puxatani Philip. Your name is Philip. I'm not calling a groundhog by a nickname. One. Two. He don't even be right, man. I saw, according to the Puxatani Groundhog Club, Phil's predictions have never been wrong. According to the Storm Facts Almanac and the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, who I believe with all my life, they say Phil has a 39% success rate all time and a 40% success rate in the last 10 years. This ain't baseball, man. Like, that ain't, I mean, if he, that ain't good enough. If he was a capper for the Action Network, he'd be fired. I mean... That's exactly, that's exactly right. Um, he's, he's doing worse than a coin flip, it sounds like. Why do we need him? And then I find out like they're everybody just has their own, like their Staten Island Chuck. Is, now is that the one that De Blasio killed several years ago? Yep, yep. <laughs> so, so there's that. Um, and, and he had beef like leading up to killing him. Like the Staten Island Chuck had bit him before, or he might have bit him right here. He might have bit him good. right here. So then, yeah, let's let's see let's see this a uh, uh, trigger warning, um, groundhog murder. No, he didn't die in the video. Several days later. Nice house he got there. Is he paying taxes on that? Look at him. He's trying to run back in the house. He wants no part of it. Why does only one person have hog wrangling gloves? (laughs) Oh, God. You understand. Flip the chill. is a very delicate mare. He's the only one that actually needs gloves to handle uh, Staten Island. All right. I'm hearing a lot of Red Sox slander coming beneath uh, YC's tone right now. Yeah, what uh, what's the meaning of this? Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even. I did not even uh, catch that. But uh, oh, is it because oh, because of De Blasio? I forgot about all that. They're infiltrate, infiltrating our towns. Those people moving into New our York, neighborhood. New York mayor from Boston. What kind of town? What kind of town are you running over there, YC? Listen, we're supposed to let the Empire State Building go. We're supposed to let this go. We're just supposed to let everything go, apparently. Let's bring in a literal policeman to be the mayor now. <laughs> the uh, the yeah, answer to this. It's not too late to get Rudy Giuliani back. I mean, he's, he's still in a tunnel somewhere. You can get him out. I was like, who would want him? Um, so I, I'm just crapping on Groundhog's Day, man. And also with with global warming, what does this six weeks of either way mean? Spring won't well, exist in like two. That's years. what I wanted. That's what I wanted to ask about your your little stats there. Like, who? What's the definition of winter in these people's eyes? Is it just like when the last snowfall is? Like, wh- is the average temperature or something? Like, what what even defines this? Listen, they had all that on the website, but once I saw that Puxatani Field was inducted into the Meteorologist Hall of Fame, I, I saw red. So I didn't, I didn't finish, I, I didn't finish reading the article to be quite frank. So then I had a look. I was like, "Who the hell else is in the Meteorologist Hall of Fame?" And I was looking at it, and uh, they ain't had no brothers up on the wall, Sal. You know oh, what no. I mean? So uh, 
<laughs> they put the groundhog yeah. in first. Yeah. They broke I the hog questions. barrier. I had questions. Um, so I'm sure the article answered all of that, but I, I, I didn't get there. Once I, I said, they let this jackass in the Hall of Fame? Oh, well, he was inducted two hours ago. You see what I'm saying? Oh, it's today? Is yeah, it was, yeah, he was inducted today. Do we we got the ceremony? Do we uh was it a sham? I hope it was a sham, man. How did this even start? Got it on what a hoax. Got it on erienewsnow.com. There we go. Puxatani Phil inducted to the Meteorologist Hall of Fame. Wait, and I need is... a fact check. I need a fact check on this, Tyler. You mean to tell me Al Roker is not in this Hall of Fame? Scoop, can you look up the meteorologist uh I got it. Hall of Fame. Oh, You're talking about a man, a, man, a man who does some crap in himself. That's here. We go. Yeah, <laughs> this is the exact list I saw. So we these are the looks like an entry a year. Tony Martin, Eric Solna, of course. Uh, More exclusive than the Baseball Hall of Fame. Jen Carfagno, of course. Joe Murgo had to be there. No gripes yet. Uh, Dean. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, Hall of Very Good. Hall of Very Good. I see Dr. Uh, Lou Ucellini, Ucellini. Doctor, so we, we've really let the standards go by the way by, uh, by the wayside. Two doctors, 2015, 16, and then just any old body. And now there's and a guy with educated. glasses. Like, what, he can't tell. He can't read the charts well. He's got to have his glasses on. How does he know? Prop glasses. Uh, let's see. And again, I say, Sal, I don't see no brothers on the wall, man. These two guys, one looks like a motivational speaker slash tech CEO. The other guy's an <laughs> offensive coordinator in the division two. <laughs> That's Drew Brees' quarterback coach, uh, Jim Cantori. Well, Jim Cantori, he's a legend. I think he's he's the one that always goes to the Hurricanes, and he's like, hold on to the light pole. And he's like, I'm fine, I'm fine, don't help me, I'm fine. Okay, that's Hall of Fame work. Um, Drama. But again, before... <laughs> But before him, yeah, 2012. You're telling me uh, Gadomski got in? <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> like I think it was Coley that showed me his advanced numbers. They they just don't stack up in this era. So that's that's Buddy who told us to get the shot. That's that's Fauci, <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Jabenstein, um, <laughs> Doctor Forbes, Elliot Abrams. Tw again, we back in the 2010 now. Oh, Paul Knight's a creep. Uh, Jim Burton. No, Jim Burton. That's the hell's going on with his head. <laughs> it's oddly shaped. Um, and then Dick Kane, of course. Um, no gripes there. No gripes with Dick Kane. Abrams, Abrams was good. She was in my rookie class. Abrams was good. Versisla, I, I think we're both surprised he made it this far. Was, if, we're, if we're keeping it above, he only got his job because of nepotism. <laughs> his dad invented weather. Um, and then 07 is this the first entrant ever? Yeah, yeah. Dr. Joel Myers. And now Puxatani Phillip is there. I'm crapping you. On your big day, I got to crap you. I got to. We won't think about you for another 364. So I'm crapping you. There's, there's Chuck in better days. Uh, <laughs> to counterpoint your crap, uh, I think we should have more Groundhog Day type events. Just something so fucking stupid that, <laughs> that that sustains the test of time for no reason whatsoever. Like we have 
I think like the farmer's almanac is like scary accurate every year. Like they <laughs> they actually like do really, really good numbers uh historically. Uh we don't need the song. And yet every year they dress up like dickheads. They they literally just hold up like a feral hog. And ever it's it's the lead news story all day, every including here. It's so funny. Every month we should have something this idiotic to happen that we that we carry on for really no good reason. Like you said, he does he's wrong all the time. He doesn't he's not consenting to this. Yeah, we do it. Be. Uh and then we see here it, it, this is this is uh not just America not just North America or not just United States of America I should say because in Quebec they had some bad news I'm not sure what this predicts but Quebec's groundhog uh Fred Le Marmot uh has died it was somewhat of a surprise they had a whole event leading up to his prediction only for his death to be announced and they announced it in French which sounds much much worse <laughs> to the naked ear. Uh, we play a little bit of that school. Cette année, ça va se passer complètement différemment. C'est dans la vie, il y, y a un dicton qui dit dans la vie, il y a juste une chose de sûre, c'est qu'il n'y a rien de sûr. Ben, cette année, c'est vrai. C'est vrai, c'est malheureux. Euh, Je vous annonce la mort de Fred. Uh, <laughs> so many children in the crowd. <laughs> it just of the uh, RFKs. Like I, I hate to announce it, Martin Luther King Jr. has died. Everybody just screams. Why did they do that to these children? They could have just brought out any. Like were they just going to bring out a groundhog or something? That's not Fred Lamarmo. <laughs> <laughs> Might have a distinctive haircut or something. I don't know. He's he's just incredibly jacked. Uh, Leather jacket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Walks out like dice clay. Hey, what, what are we doing here? Um, dips a comb in a glass of water. Uh, okay, I'm listening. For, so, what's the March day? February's got Groundhog's Day. What's uh, what's the? Do we need to think of a March day? What's the March day? Is March Arbor Day or is that April? When's Sorry. Earth Day? Earth Day is April. Okay. So we need three components, right? We need an animal, an action, and a prediction. Prediction of some yeah. sort. I don't right. know. I, I, For me, it's really the pomp and circumstance. Like the buddy with the big hat dressed like he's like the original uh, Barnum and Bailey Circus uh, ringleader <laughs> for some reason. Like it's really that that I like. The prediction I'm fine with because clearly we don't abide by or the world doesn't really give a fuck what this, this hog has to say. But yeah, St. Paddy's Day, I don't know, some sort of clover. That's that's March. It'll be something there. How drunk of a year we'll be. Uh, six more uh, weeks of bad beer. Um, it, it could be like the the animals that pick sports. There's always an octopus that predicts the Super Bowl. Where's he at? I think he died too. I think He probably did. He's <laughs> under the weather. I didn't um, see that coming. He was... <laughs> We he caught the Rona at a Chingy concert, dog. He's not, it's just not going well for him. Um, <laughs> when you say what I say. We should choose a specific day, and it has to be a home Colts game, and it's whether Jim Ursay opens the roof or not, and it predicts mm. something. I like can can the animal we pull out of the hole also be Jim Ursay? 
You just knock on his mansion door and just hold him up by the scruff of his neck uh, at six in the morning every March 4th or whatever. And then he just says open or close. And if he says open, then every doctor, uh, every doctor in the States has to give you a free perk 30. I was going to say, Kent, did he take his Percocet shit that day or was he constipated? That's that's what we, well, what we that's, know. That's, that's, the, that's up to chance. You know, you don't know if he's going to see a shadow <laughs> or not. Right. That's why we have Jim Irsay Day, boys. Uh, third Monday of every of month. Crapping, yeah. uh, what'd you say? <laughs> Nils said six more weeks of crapping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I like that. Um, if Ursay sees a shadow, he's immediately scared and runs back into his home. That's six more weeks of crapping. If he doesn't, he's like, I have, I have become the sun god. I cast the shadow <laughs> now. Um, <laughs> two more weeks of crapping. I don't hate this. You might be on this. I, I guess maybe my gripe is just this can be done better. Like they've been doing this since I think the 1880s. It was like there's a 10 year gap where they just don't have any recorded history. I was like, somebody was like, this is bullshit. Let's not do this anymore. <laughs> and then lost. he died and they brought it back. Uh, would you say, why? <laughs> yeah, he lost the, he lost the, he won the battle, lost the war against Groundhog. Mm -hmm. But either way, RIP Fred, but uh, I'm crapping you. I'm crapping you. There was I never a market. He was untouchable until today. Nah, you're right. Um, <laughs> Pompey's also a, a wild card, so you never know what the is he. One. Oh yeah, Pompey. I can't remember what the like. You see, has the I think it is locked on Sixers podcast. And um, <laughs> oh, he's that's all you had to say. He's reading an <laughs> ad, and he's I can't remember what the ad's for, but. He's just like you know what's not tough at all. Yeah, nine yeah, eleven. Yeah, just the most random <laughs> direct <segue>. TV. <laughs> I think it was direct TV. Um, yeah, here there we go. go. <laughs> Let's give it a run. I bet you you will enjoy it. You know what? Something else that I think you guys will enjoy is blue. True. You see, Blue Chew is an online service that de delivers the same active ingredients woo, as Viagra, but in a chewable form. Now, so, so people who need that, you know, I guess you can use it. So, not me though. Wow. I'm straight. But uh. I don't know. So, like, I guess if you if you want that enhancement or whatever, you know, you can just use Blue Crew. Now, <laughs> I, I, this isn't the right one. I found the other one. I think. I was gonna say I've never yeah. heard this one. This is much funny. Uh, he's, yeah, this one's really pushing good rope too. out there. Uh, so, uh... <laughs> because of Blue Crew. <laughs> Support for this podcast comes from State Farm. Yeah, I've never heard that. That's a maybe better. Yeah, this is this is the one I'm remembering. Nine eleven. <laughs> the caption. Oh my god, he, no. Let's hear this one if we just, can. Just say it was a tough time in our history, and tomorrow is going to be an emotional day for a lot of us. I mean, the fact that you see kids twenty something now never even knew their family members. You know. It's tough. But let me tell you something that's not tough. <laughs> not tough at all. No, no. And I'm talking about 
direct TV stream. <laughs> right? You know, does it sound familiar? <laughs> You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. Or the news. You know what's not tough either? A soft dick. Um, get, the, <laughs> get your blues cruise. Um. <laughs> Ooh, Viagra. That's what I'm reading that yeah. for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, if you need that sort of thing. Yeah, if you if you uh pushing yarn out there, um some people never never knew their family members, just like some people didn't know all these channels uh, DirecTV had to offer. You can see that second tower fall in crystal clear HD with DirecTV. That's promo code locked on. No, um. but, you, but you know what tower's never fallen? Get some blue crew and find out. He said, man, that's crazy. Y'all do you. Um, but... Uh, not KP. <laughs> I keep pushing. The, lady, uh, yeah. the ladies call me Keith Pumpy, actually. <laughs> I keep pushing good wood is what they call me KP. Uh, but if you're not, though, uh, <laughs> people never even knew their families, Mick. <laughs> they didn't even know the savings they could get by switching to direct TV. <laughs> Those firefighters went up in there. They went up there so brave. They didn't even know. They didn't even know the savings. Um, they could have. Oh, boy. What's the story of Pat O'Day? Some punter? Oh, Some yeah. punt news? Yeah, I got this sent in from uh, uh, Tyler in the chat, Tyler Russell. Uh, but this is very funny, very funny story, very funny. So this guy, Pat O'Day, he uh, faked his death because he was too popular. He was too popular. He was too famous. He was too damn too famous. Authentic. Uh, uh, let's see what he looks like first. Oh, he's miserable, dude. <laughs> that ball's going 68 yards, and he's coughing corner inside the five, but he's he's like, for what? Like oh, what, what, is he, what kind of gear my boy got on? That's early shoulder pads, it looks like. It's like everything but shoulder pads. <laughs> <laughs> like the shoulder the corset exposed. And, yeah. The corset and two ham hocks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the bustier business. Uh, it kind of looks like they took up boxing gloves, cut it in half, and put one on each shoulder. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, maybe they did. This was what, the 1890? An yeah. Australian guy became a punning superhero in the 1890s, became head coach at Notre Dame. Then faked his own death to escape his punting fame and got married to a woman who had no idea. What do you mean by that? Um, so O'Day played American football at oh, oh, your old stomping ground school, UW uh, Madison. Of course, he's a legend. <laughs> he was a star fullback from 1896 to 1899 and captain. In those days, the fullbacks punted and often did the place kicking. In the 1898 edition of the Northwestern game, played in a blizzard, mind you, he drop kicked a 62-yard field goal and had a 116-yard punt. This earned him the nickname Kangaroo Kicker. 
Why is drop kicking field goals illegal? Is my question. They go too far. It's not. It's not. It's not. You can still do it. Didn't Flutie do one? Then why did these cowards stop? Like it's hard. (laughs) No, it ain't. Um, Not for not for Doug. Not not for kangaroo kicker. Pod. A hundred and sixteen yard punt. Which is I'm, not good, by the mean? way, unless the rules changed. Well, so there's That's no way they had thing. touchbacks back then. They're, like, you probably legit just had to start it uh, in your own end zone. It was like, yeah, but you just got 108 to go. So <laughs> Fair enough. Is this also when the kickers kicked without shoes on? Like, they would take a shoe off and just, like, wrap their foot in a bunch of tape uh, and that, then kick? That was just one this guy. Was... That was just one guy. Oh, oh. <laughs> in modern times. Shoes were invented. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. shoes were probably a hot commodity back then. So I don't know if it was by choice. Uh, who was the guy in modern? There was a guy in our lifetime who kicked without his shoe. There were, like, t- two guys at least. I've, who were they? Definitely a thing you don't see anymore. We don't get the uh, one-shoed punter anymore they probably found it was just terrible those guys were maybe bad uh, jeff wilkins was his was name okay. for the rams yeah for the I rams he played yeah. for yeah what uh is there more to the, to the pat story oh, is there another oh yes oh we got that anytime you see the newspaper clippings uh <laughs> drop from sight <laughs> when his college days were passed uh mr o'day set into san francisco to practice law he dropped from sight and for more than a decade, was given up for dead, believed to have been killed in combat in World War One. Did they have out. any reason to believe he went to World War One? <laughs> I, I feel like that's just what they assumed back in the day. Like if you if you stop showing up to the bar and work, mm-hmm. you just went to the war and died. I mean, it probably Good happened point. enough for it to be a fair assumption. Um, actually, he had assumed another name, Charles. Charles. Jay Mitchell, not enough Charles anymore. His mother's family name. He traveled to the Northwest, settled with his new identity to the life of a lumberman in a small Oregon town. <laughs> Some 15 years later, 1934, he was recognized working in an obscure lumber company in Westwood, California. Even his wife was surprised to learn his true name, Mr. O'Day, was quoted as saying that he had disappeared because he found his football fame was a handicap in his career. Wanted to be he a lumberman. He, he had too much juice. He was he was putting the logs uh, to someone across the work site. They were like, I know that I know that leg anywhere. Yeah, huh? Huh? He just moved two towns over and started a new life. He first coach at Notre Dame, or not the first coach, first coach in the 1900s, <laughs> with six three and one, then eight one and one. Then went to Missouri, five and three. Then, of course, went to the the Kirksville osteopaths, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they were five and three as well. This guy's so more I, overrated than Sean Payton. Hey, uh, <laughs> this this is the ultimate backwards hustler. He went from coaching Notre Dame to Missouri to the Kirksville osteopaths. He went from being a star punter to a unstarred lumberman. Hey, you don't know if he wasn't a star. You don't know. They ain't recognized for 15 years. I don't sound like no star to me. He also, they kind of just glossed over. He was just a lawyer. Did you not have to like have any schooling to be a lawyer that you just show up? I'm a lawyer today. You still don't. I was say, yeah. Yeah. Like anyone can take the bar and pass the bar. Like you can, you can some do states. it tomorrow. In California. Oh, okay. In some states. I... In New York, you have to go to law school. Just want to make that clear. Tomorrow show, we all take the California bar. I bet I'd pass. I think we'd all pass. 
Uh, Jam's the one that fails. He's like, what the hell, man? <laughs> um, yeah, going for Notre Dame to Missouri. That's how you know college football really wasn't about shit. He's like, I'm out of here, man. Blue blood. Give me a break. I'd rather coach the osteopaths. Can you click the osteopaths? I need to know uh, a little bit more about them. I got to pull up the wiki. Yeah, or uh, pull them up. I'm sorry. He did just <laughs> as good as he did with Missouri, so he must have been coaching them up. Not as good as he was at Notre Dame. I have seen suits. The whole point is he couldn't be a lawyer because he didn't go to law school. He was lying. <laughs> that was the whole premise of the program. He wasn't a lawyer. He yeah, the past yeah. day. Yeah, we're reading about it. He now. passed the bar 50 times. He's doing it for other people. Big lawbreaker. Charity. Um, the 1903 Kirksville Osteopaths. Represented the American School of Osteopathy, now known as A.T. Steele University. They were just playing other, like Nebraska, North Dakota, Central Michigan, the the Kirksville Osteopath, North Dakota Agricultural, um, Michigan Damn, State Normal. Right in the middle. Yeah. Uh, Ohio Medical had a team. Oh, yeah. Iowa State Normals. They they got the uh, the nerds and then the normal team. We're playing normal this week. These are the only college this country ever needed. <laughs> Shirtless. Yeah, Wabash and American Medical. Heidelberg. Heidelberg. What's this logo? Quite a logo. Yeah, what the... Uh, what mean it is? An H? I don't like it. It's affiliated with maybe. the United Church of Christ. What do you say, Carly? I said maybe an H. That could be <laughs> <C>, uh... <laughs> right. a lot of things. R and... Baldwin, a good logo on Baldwin Wallace. Mm -hmm. Chicago Physicians and Surgeons football team. <laughs> good old Chicago PNS. <laughs> I mean, that really was just the, like Paul Robeson was like an all American football player, I think, to pay for law school while he was waiting to be an award winning actor before he was blackballed for that. So you, right. you had to have you. Couple irons in the fire, I say. Bucktail, booktail. <laughs> they played two games, got outscored zero and forty three, and said, "We don't need football anymore." Yeah. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett, uh, Pace as the coach. Hmm. Mm hmm. That's enough of these old schools. Uh, Here in Ohio, just sounds like a terrifying town. You think anything good has ever happened there? Like positive. Not based on the name. <laughs> what the hell is perpetual stew, Scoop? That stew, hey, that would that it looks it looks delicious. Back in the day, they used to have perpetual stew. Wherever you went, it was a stew that was anywhere. It was always going, and they would just add to it. It wouldn't it wouldn't ever run out. You just add to it. I'm looking for it. Let me pull this up. That makes my stomach churn just hearing it. Here we go. You just add whatever to it. That's right. That's literally All what it is. Slop. <laughs> Forever stew. Uh, perpetual stew. Also known as Forever Soup or Hunter's Pot or Hunter's Stew is a pot into which whatever one can find is placed and cooked. The pot is never or rarely emptied all the way. 
and ingredients and liquid are replenished as necessary. Such foods can continue cooking for decades or longer if properly maintained. The concept is often a common element in descriptions of medieval inns. Food prepared in a perpetual stew have been described as being flavorful <laughs> due to the manner in which the ingredients blend together. That's that flavorful in the soft serve. Uh, <laughs> seasoning is what they call it. Why is it you, you're only a dots man? You like the hard ice cream? Ooh, the dots. The those ice cream of the future. Dip. Love a good dipping dot. They do kind of go crazy. Yeah. This is disgusting. I'm just they, thinking about that pot, was, man. Was medieval times they just kept the fire on the whole time? Like, are, oh, they, yeah. are they? Oh, yeah. You had to keep the but, house warm. Brother, if it went out, it might not come back. That, that, fire, <laughs> that fire better stay on. Jam thing, they had long torch lighters uh, back then. Well, then why, where are they put in? Where, like, I don't see if they have any option other than perpetual stew. Are they taking the stew off and then making a new stew every single time? You'd hope, but mean. apparently not. <laughs> I mean, you also hope that you didn't have a bunch of communicable diseases back in medieval times, but that wasn't the case either. They did, they did what they could. I think this is related Ch Ch to Ch the disease. Chad pointed out this is like the stew from Red Dead Redemption. You just bring in the rabbits and stuff, and they just put them in the stew right in front of you. I guess, man. But this, I know it smelled crazy in there. Flavorful, actually. Uh, I was going to say, well, is there one, a picture one, of it? But I feel like it's just brown. One yes. man's flavor is another man's stench, uh, I believe. That's facts. Uh, the manner in which the ingredients blend together. The manner indeed. Sludge. <laughs> sludge. Oh, right. oh, there is a picture. There is. Oh, I, yeah. I think sludge would be your best possible texture. Uh and if you add a bad flavor, <laughs> what is that? No, man. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Who ordered theirs with extra hog? <laughs> that looks worse than the chop suey sandwich I ate. <laughs> Fellas, y'all really eat perpetual stew? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, you sound like Jam want to eat another one is what I'm hearing. He said that wasn't that bad. It wasn't as bad as the suey, which I devoured. I would rather, I'd rather have a chop suey sandwich than the perpetual stew. Yeah. And what happens when you add a bad flavor into the stew? You just got to, like, the next 18 bowls or just got to people you, have it before you cook in a new flavor? Right. You can't. It's like, oh, man, I'm a, I got a bad rabbit or something, man. Let's just dump this out. It's like, no. <laughs> Feeding our community. Uh, th there's examples of when a perpetual stew has been used. <laughs> hey, out here eating BBC soup. <laughs> eating that uh, ebony uh, <laughs> amateur soup. Uh, between August 2014 and April 2015, a New York restaurant served broth from the same perpetual stew for over eight months. That's not supposed to happen, right? They're, that restaurant's supposed to close down. That's, that's against the code. That's a code violation. Eight months? How did they, how did they get caught? Somebody's like, man, this, this tastes like the shit from two months ago. <laughs> why you should be... Is this one of the 194 rules, YC? Why you should not be... What restaurant was this? I'm curious. Luaro. Um, wait, hold on. 
It says, Chef David Santos to never stops evolving at Luoro. Yeah, never heard of it. Nah, I stopped when they came and uh, (laughs) put the uh, yellow tape around it. The feds came in close. Yeah, that's an immediate, like, C for cleanliness up in the window of the the restaurant. Like, there should be appropriate warnings for perpetuals, too. There's an article about it closing in June 2015. I wonder why. (laughs) In a completely unrelated uh, brew incident... Um, April 2015, it's revealed. They were serving perpetual stew. What? He <laughs> wrote it in an article. He was proud of it. That's why they <laughs> got caught. Hubris. June 2015, restaurant closes for unrelated reasons. <laughs> it was not the stew, so don't ask. Uh, yeah, can we see the article where he was bragging about it in April? He's like, everyone wants to know. We're going to try to get it up to a year if we can. <laughs> Wait, and that the, was published, and they were down immediately. The article's gone. Good. Yeah. Just like the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, so I guess they got rid of the article. I can't even pull it up on the archive. Oh, wait, yeah, hold on. I, wait. Oh, oh. No, I'm just getting endless. Oh, wait, I got it. I got it. I was going to say, if, if it was on the internet once, it's... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a, a tomato, some green stuff. This is definitely mop water. Uh, look, it's been cooking oh, up God. a stew since yeah. August 2014. He hasn't stopped since. After researching starter recipes like sourdough and kimchi, he was inspired to create a basic recipe starter of his own. Perpetual stew. It has its own Twitter feed, Scoot? That's it? Um... You guys ever uh, spilled mop water? Yes. Oh, it's the worst. It's not good. It's like, you know how many places just mop with dirty water? Nothing's ever clean. I I used to have to close up the pizza shop I worked at, and like all the cleaning and all the kitchen stuff was downstairs, like a spiral metal spiral staircase, and I spilled the whole mop bucket down the spiral staircase. Oh, it was a mess. It was the grossest thing I've done. Nah, I, that could have got them shut down, man. You would have been fired, buddy boy. The, the I should have I been fired. <laughs> the Twitter is just like links to, oh, we're open serving this and this. They said he was drinking a pint of it every day for the not just the taste, but the <laughs> health benefits. If this thing is still cooking, it's good enough for me. Um, he died the next day in an unrelated... Uh, restaurant closes in june man dies in july (laughs) and he would use it as the basis of other meals that for duck ramen so i don't like that i don't like that um much at all that feels like the kind of thing you have to tell people like hey i'm using this perpetual stew for my dishes Right, do you, like, say yes before you enter? I have to hear you say yes. Uh, Look, just, just because, like, just because sourdough bread and kimchi are both good doesn't mean we just use those principles on anything. Every, perpetual, right. perpetual underwear, perpetual deodorant. like Perpetual sock. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Chefs must be stopped. Oh, I got uh, breaking news from, mm-hmm. from my wife, of all people. Mm-hmm. My... They just went to the grocery store. The house is goes, on fire, Coley. Leave. Yeah. <laughs> she, she goes, oh, no, she would not tell me to leave. Lock the door. Lock yourself in. <laughs> uh, 
oh my god we had a very old lady helping bag our groceries and she had very colorful blush and pencil thin black eyebrows and my daughter kept going oh my god monster scary which is <laughs> unbelievable oh <laughs> scared of the makeup uh-oh they say the darndest things those kids they uh i'm crapping the mick children um, <laughs> we we were at tough. something we were at something this fall and there was a table of veterans sitting there oh, troops no. you understand <laughs> i know where this is going school sailor walks up to him and she goes pirates are <laughs> on the floor absolutely killed me <laughs> i'm sure they enjoyed it because veterans have great senses of humor did they, they were uh, like crazy old like 80 year old so they didn't even hear it they're like huh ah. yeah, <laughs> okay so they were old enough to legitimately have been pirates right yeah jam was like i represent them in court you'll understand yeah they're uh, but... <laughs> we prefer swashbuckler the p word is uh antiquated yeah. and very harmful within our community uh, absolute delight she just... that kills me <laughs> Listen, the kids are going to be all right, Scoob. Anytime I wonder, I hear something like the kids calling <laughs> veterans, people that protect this very country, pirates. Um, I think the kids will be all right. I did have questions yesterday because I saw I saw a couple of people being like, NFL some military meat riders when they, they just show a random room of troops during the national anthem. Uh, I, like are those real troops? Like, are we oh, sure yeah. that those aren't those aren't just stock images of? I, it's we, like, like, we trust the NFL now. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, I don't know that. I don't know. It's on the up and up. They got to get their clout. They got to get their their uh, stage time. Got to give the military their time. I think that's why they even joined, man. Just for a <laughs> they little be on uh, screen at the NFL game. Yeah, they they want to rub el elbows with Goodell. We got ourselves a, a good old fashioned. Am I the asshole? Yes, we do. I Situation? don't. I don't know if it's real or not. Uh, with these, uh, that's always a thing. But uh, I was like, are they ever? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We've eaten trash before, and we'll eat it again. Damn it! This. <laughs> what a title! I was gonna say I have not read this, but the title alone. Uh... <laughs> Am I the asshole for asking my wife to respect my title, a pilot? Says I need the opinions of uh, av geeks, av uh, aviation geeks, and pilots on a matter involving my wife. I all caps. I am completely serious, and I need help. He's not being serious anymore. Says my wife and I, together for five years, married for two, no chi or no kids, have an amazing and happy relationship. I can't recall a single time. We've ever argued to the point of a breakup or divorce. What? You've been married for five years. So, yeah, I can. We've ever argued to the point of a breakup or divorce. This issue, however, is causing me to reconsider the health of our relationship. Since my wife and I have been together, I have worked as a manager for a restaurant chain. Uh, for a restaurant chain. I am extremely passionate aviation enthusiast in my free time. I've spent thousands of dollars on flight textbooks, sim gear, and even built my own A330 setup. I have never actually flown a plane or started flight training, but I have considered it for a long time. Even though my skills are not a career, I still consider myself as adept or possibly more knowledgeable. 
than the average pilot. Oh, Lord. Uh, yeah, we get some Zoom uh, school. <laughs> I don't know. There's, okay, here we go. <laughs> that being said, here's where the problem arises. My wife and I were invited to one of her male co-workers' house for a barbecue. My wife's a senior software tech for a COVID startup. What? Uh, yeah, they started up COVID? Uh, she's worked there since 20... <laughs> she's worked there since 2020 laid off from her previous job due to the virus it was a first time meeting many of her co-workers due to covid and working from home i assume she talked about me before strike one but as we were cycling through introductions i became less sure we make our way down the line to the host of the party a new male hire she has grown platonically close with oh boy <laughs> we exchange casual conversation and the host asks, what do I do for a living? My wife chimes in with, he manages at insert fast food chain. It, cert it certainly comes with some benefits. I'm assuming she's referring to free food. In a voice that implied nothing was wrong with what she said. I quickly corrected her and told him, I am a pilot. My wife already, <laughs> My wife already knows how insecure I am about my job and how I'd much rather be introduced by my hobby. <laughs> I've earned the title pilot through my 500 plus hours on sim and thousands of dollars put into my craft. I think it is incredibly disrespectful for her not to acknowledge my skills and training just because I don't have the title of pilot on an overpriced piece of paper. Doesn't mean I'm not a pilot. Fact. He bought her up there. Uh, is that? Is, I thought it was one more paragraph. Is that it? Oh, there's that's so much it. more. Oh, really? Uh, that's the only thing on the screenshots. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So. Okay, there's no, nothing below there. I thought that normally no, they wrap it up. there's below. Like, there's a paragraph below. Also, yeah, I think there's one more. Which is wild. There's one more paragraph uh, on this screenshot. Yeah. On the scroll down. Oh, oh, my bad. Just zoom out. Yeah, my yeah. bad. There we sorry, go. There sorry, we go. I was, uh, I was not looking. We, at the we right got to get to the end. No, we're already. Say, yeah, we're I was like, there got to be a kick. I was uh, looking at the replies to the tweet. No, you never look at those, school. Um, <laughs> I laughed it off with Greg <laughs> and told him under my breath that my wife was often forgetful, which I'm sure he's realized just from working with her. He seemed Zap. to brush it off. Zap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's dumb broad. Um, <laughs> He seemed to brush it off casually. At this point, I'm fuming. But I don't go much farther than exchanging some nasty glances at my wife the rest of the night. As we pack into the car to leave, the argument starts. She feels as if I don't deserve my title as a capital P pilot because I'm not professional. I told her she's completely insensitive to the work I've done and she will never understand what it's like to study so much. She's currently on the couch as I type this. I know that's right. Um... Am I really the asshole for asking to be respected? What do we think? This what do we think? You you could very easy easily settle this. You got to put this man in a plane and tell him to go be a pilot. You want to be a pilot so bad, you go do it. If he dies, he dies. Guess what? Life insurance policy. On a pilot's life, though, that has to be pretty pricey. Um... Hey, he's, he's talking about how much money he's got for this setup. He's got this cool little expensive setup. It wasn't cheap. Uh, 
Is he the asshole, YC? I don't know if he's the asshole, but uh, Pilot is uh, being introduced by your hobby. Sure, if that's your thing, people don't need to be defined by their jobs. Small talk doesn't have to re revolve around what you do for a living. Understand all of that. But there are other words for what this person is besides Pilot. He's used some of them in this missive that he's written on Reddit. Aviation enthusiast. Airplane knower. Any of these words would fit. <laughs> it's something goes by. Oh, oh, that that's an airplane, <laughs> right? <laughs> Pilot is is taking it a bit too far. And yeah, Chad is pointing out he's also a social media influencer. He's an author now as well because he wrote this post. Yeah, he's he's on he a wears resume. A lot of hats. Fine, on a resume. Fine. Don't don't ask your wife to do this though. McMahon is he the asshole? Does she really love him if if she she can't fulfill his wish of being a pilot? Of lying I mean? to him, yeah. Um... Clearly, yeah. I mean, clearly <laughs> they've had this conversation before. He said he does not like to be introduced as the Burger King manager. He wants to be introduced as a pilot. She keeps this. I mean, I think it's more she keeps throwing these what he believes to be digs at him, and he's fed up. He's like, "I'm a pilot, damn it." And those those pilot simulations, we know they work. We know damn well that they work. There was a whole two buildings that don't exist anymore because hey, of those simulations. Three. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so we know uh, that they can work quite well. Um, well I see real pilots play those things, and they yeah, they use them for everything, you know. They say it's much tougher than actually flying the plane, is what I is what yeah, I've read. Yeah, um, I mean he's got the whole setup, so like he's got the, the I think he he's got like the chairs and all that. I mean, got the whole whole getup. And he keep Long John Silver's running a tight ship. I think you could be introduced <laughs> by whatever you want to be introduced by. Um, See, to yeah, yeah, he a, a, a pothead that plays two K a lot. Is that how you want to be introduced? <laughs> if we're going by our hobbies. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm GM. I, I take every team to the World Series on the show. Call me uh, General Manager Whiskers, please. Nice to meet you. Uh, if this was a healthy relationship, wouldn't they both be, like, gaming it and, like, telling people he's a pilot, he's got thousands of hours, he's great at it? You know, they'd have fun with it, you know? I think the counter is, if you start, when does it stop? Oh, well, that's what happened to the Steve Ranasisi from the league when him and his wife were telling people he was in 9-11 and he wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Again, that's what, he's like, uh, can you tell them I flew the third plane that didn't hit any buildings because I'm so sick <laughs> as a pilot? Tell them. No, tell them now. Um, and she don't want to play ball with this. I think he's the ass. He's also, he's delusional. I don't know if that makes him the asshole, but... Uh, right. <laughs> you disagree, Cole? <laughs> I would have to see his stats on the, the simulator. Yeah. Like, if he stinks he on the simulator... Time? Yeah, if he's yeah, rubbish man. on that, I'm on his. She's like, you're not even good at it. Like, I don't. If he's if he's money, then I might be. I'm on his side. But if he stinks, then he stinks. Yeah, somebody play a lot of uh, Halo or Call of Duty, and it's like, yeah, no, it's a Brigadier General um, Jones. <laughs> Thank you. It's Sergeant Costanza. I think I think he's a little bit disrespectful of of the profession of pilot. The way he's he's downplaying the overpriced piece of paper and all that. If for so much respect he has for the profession, he doesn't have enough to actually pursue it, it seems. Oh, maybe he knows his bullshit. But he, He's already there in his head. He's like, pursue what? 
Well, you tell you to get my master's in flying? What if yeah, he I want to fly Phoenix to San Francisco? It's boring. <laughs> there could be something going on here, though. He could have bad vision that makes him ineligible to be a pilot, you know? Like, there could be colorblind. something going on. Yeah, he could be colorblind. It could be something, you know? Not in his mind. Um, I was saying, aren't most, like, commercial pilots former troops? Like, isn't that the pipeline they get? A lot of them, Air Force pilots. Feels right? like it, yeah. Right, yeah. So he's kind of disrespecting the troops uh, a lot. A little. Mm. <laughs> mm. I think that's where she That's where she. She really zap him uh, at the party. This just tells me we need to get past introducing people by their title at all. Who cares, man? We want to talk about work at the party. Um, right. I, I mean, that. this guy does, but. <laughs> it's just different work. He's, he's very abnormal. Um this couple sounds like they like he's he hates his job and his wife's got clearly a fake job. Like I want to hear more <laughs> about her job. What was her job again? She was COVID? a senior. She was a senior <laughs> tech uh, engineer at a COVID startup. So well, I'll say this: business is booming. If they started COVID, oh, they they'll, they'll eat off that forever. So she, invent, she invented five G. <laughs> the jab. Um, he also kept pointing out how many of her coworkers were male. That just feels like a very healthy thing. Yeah, very healthy thing. Close, yeah, I swear. Yeah. Um, it's definitely some stolen valor. Mm. I don't know if it's AITA, but it's SV uh, for certain. Mm. What the? What's going on with Tony Romo? School? Are they gonna have to? They said they had to fly to. Said they had to fly to Dallas, Chuck. <laughs> had to have an intervention for the boy. I don't know what kind of intervention. They said he, like too many oops yips like like what's, what's too, the intervention here? Too, you always with this. I don't know, Jim. I don't. What do you know, Tone? It says CS, excuse me, CBS had attempted an intervention with broadcaster Tony Roman in advance of the 2022 season, but things did not get better. Just imagine then, uh, like everyone going around reading a letter talking about how Tony's behavior has hurt them personally. Right. <laughs> Tony, Jim. when you go yeah. ah before every play, <laughs> it hurts me as a television producer because I don't know what to do with that. Jim, would you like to go next? Tony, it's me, Jim Nance. Uh, he unfurls a long scroll. Of yeah, his, would you... his grievances. When you do that uh, squeal, that ah, Jim, it really hurts my ears and it doesn't make me feel well. He wasn't doing the I prep wish... work. Chat says. That's, I mean, he did stop calling out the plays. I thought that was something like they told him to do. It was like, hey, it's taking away. Like, some people like it. Most people hate it. Stop doing it. I thought like, that I was his whole appeal. Like, was his like ability to call the plays out before. I think that's why I liked him initially. Same reason they love you, the same reason they hate you. Like anyone who's had a regular job, he realized they don't pay him any extra to be better at his job. So he kind of you know, scaled back the effort a bit, I think, which I get. I'm not saying I enjoy it, but I get it. He's one of us. Um, Has he yeah, been, like, that bad this year? I feel like I've, I don't watch enough football to, like, notice the quality of Tony Romo's broadcasting, but I feel like I've heard enough people being like, he sucks, he's terrible. People hate really him, especially compared to now. how much they loved him. Yeah, recently but, he fell off, like, hard. Has there been a change? Like, what's the biggest difference? They say he stopped prepping. That's why they is it like the executives flew like one by one trips and they were like, hey, we always 
have several executives fly one by one by one to talk to a guy about how he's hurting the brand. This is not out of the ordinary. And I mean, yeah, it was what year one and two of the 10 year, $180 million contract. He was like, no, I'm killing this. And it was like, hey, we still hate you, Tony Romo. Stop enjoying football. That was the reason I liked it. I was like, he enjoys football. He's calling out the plays, which I enjoyed because he usually tells you what he sees to why he's calling. He's not just saying it. He's like, this is what I saw. And I thought they told him to stop doing it. And like D. Hawkins said, the playoffs were tough, man. Like just the any t- if it was any kind of I remember the Josh Allen stuff in particular, but him just circling very covered people was like, I would have went there. I don't know what Mahomes was seeing, Jim. And I told y'all late during the season, I was like, Jim Nance not going for his jokey jokes no more, man. So Nance been fed up. I didn't know it gotten Maybe it's all bad. it's all Nance's fault though. If Nance was selling the jokes harder, everyone would be like, "Oh, Romo's killing it." But then you don't have a partner there. His real problem was he he messed up the relationship with Nance because you need a play by play guy who's gonna give you an assist uh, the entire time. Gotta fluff you. Yeah. Well, again, Jim Nance is the star of Jim Nance's show. So if you you got to know from the jump, I can't lose Jim Nance. He's Jim Nance. Nance with Joe Buck and Troy right all along. I, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, yeah, let's not let's not tell tales out of school. Hmm. I do wonder if, like, if Brady really does retire to go in the booth, which I'm he doing the eighty for Brady promo stuff now, man. This this is all promo for that. I'm I've never been more sold he coming back. But <laughs> if Brady getting in the booth don't get Romo back to the A game, then yeah, they gonna have to send him down to uh, Maction that Thursday night uh, Maction. This Ricky Bobby business school. Saw a video yesterday that it, it alarmed and concerned me, to be quite frank. Because I thought I had enough things to be afraid of, and now I have more things to be afraid of. This is a video. It says, in 1981, uh, race car driver Rick Mears and his pit crew are engulfed by the flames of a methanol fire, which burns as hot as propane, but with a clear flame and no smoke had anyone seen this before because this was new to me i'm sure it wasn't new to others but i had never seen this no i have not and is this safe to show on youtube are we about to play some guys being burnt to death on youtube no no they all made it out uh they didn't know it at the time but uh hindsight's 2020 uh, and them flames was about 2035 man it, that shit look hot from the outside let's let's see rick and the crew Yeah. So you gotta like signal that you're on fire. It's burned through the back side of that suit. Is this something that should exist? Do we have a say whether or not it exists? If you're using methanol, uh... They, they must have stopped using this, right? That I don't know. Yeah, does anybody... There gotta be some... We gotta have some real drivers. 
hearing what kind shit. of do we know what kind of race this even is? Is this uh indie car? It I, looks American. It looks like, like indie car. Look, yeah. yeah. That would feel like I don't know. It's like if we know this is a possibility. Maybe can we all agree not to use the thing that goes up in flames? Nobody can see and smoke that and does not produce smoke. Well, hey, you, you say that, but for years they were just putting lead in gas and pumping that into the sky and driving everyone insane. And they were just like, hey, it makes the cars go faster. It makes them less less noisy. What do you want us to do? What do you want us to do? Take the lead out of everything? Yeah, okay. You're right. It, it's preposterous. Uh, they did it's like, man, that yeah. guy's drowning. We can't see any water, but he's, he's definitely <laughs> drowning. Chad said they switched to a different fuel. So, okay. Thank goodness. Yeah, that so legit. People were saying, like, yeah, that's what the Ricky Bobby thing was based off. I was like, I, I had no idea. I thought it was all uh, make believe until I find out that this was based on a true story. <laughs> It's, like it's, when they paint horses because I can't film cows. Yeah. <laughs> Used to be a better time, 81. Uh, what were you saying, school? It's so scary how they were like spraying the fire extinguisher and there's nothing there, but you can see the extinguisher isn't working, you know? Right. That's like, how did they get this under control? Because you see a guy running around as it ate through the backside of a, a flame retarded suit. And I don't. That's just very scary to me personally. So, so they don't. F one doesn't refuel during races at all for safety. F one, I know they don't. Just feels like a good move. Yeah, feels like a good move. But no, he made it out. He raced after. Somebody else told me he was in another wreck and got like facial burns, and he was like, "Fuck this," and like retired on the spot. I said, "That's too real. That is too real." Because. The invisible flames would have been enough for me, but uh, yeah, I was gonna say he took a little long to retire, if you ask me. Rick uh Tom Brady Mears tweeted something. It was like it was an old game. Apparently they brought in Satchel Page for some sort of gimmick, because I'm sure he was in his I don't forties or fifties. Like not exaggerating. Yeah, we fifty nine, excuse me. I was I was selling him a little short. Nineteen sixty five, the A's signed fifty nine year old Satchel Page as a gimmick to generate fan interest. Nobody informs old Satch it's a joke, however, and he proceeds to just fucking shut out the Red Sox for three innings. Why don't we have stuff like this no more? Why can't you sign... Who were some of those old guys we were looking at last week? Uh, Wakefield? (laughs) That Wakefield pitched three innings for somebody and see... Is the knuckler still knuckling? I guarantee you they let Barry Bonds back in, he gets a hit. Listen, they, would, they were like, not even as a gimmick. He put it, he sent it back to New Jersey and they'd be like, this is a bad idea. This is a bad idea. So, it's been a joke franchise forever. I, not always. That's why it makes what's going on now kind of because they've got multiple championships right. over their history. So, and great threads on the Satch, man. Unbelievable. Never seen that hat before. That hat's unbelievable. Yeah, but it's a case. The CAF. It's a cane to see. It looks like. That's the Kansas City Athletics. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. It might have been. Kind of goes crazy. Got it on. Yeah, he does. Uh, looks like he's got one of those like drawstring book bags that doesn't hold anything. That's. 
Let's play boy Cardi's grandfather, man. He got it on. Uh. <laughs>